Hello, everybody. Welcome to wah, season three of Never Go Full Nelson. As usual, is me, Nick Nelson, joined by my partner and podcaster. Not partner, not like life partner, but dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Ben Nelson. Uh, I got a little teary Episode there. one, I we season th- partners. Season three. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, cool, man. What are you doing? In the man? new studio too. We're in the where, new. St- where you well, I'm in the you, new studio. You You're... are in the podcast studios. The new, uh, what do we call it, uh, pod, pod, per, pod working network. Yeah. <laughs> pod working. Pod, pod working. Pod, pod working network. Pod working. Yeah. 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 The new studios. The new Dark Order studios. Yeah. New Dark Order studios. Yeah. Oh, uh, which is here. which. So, here for the. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Which happens to be in the same studio as my new tattoo studio. Yeah. So. Yeah, I opened up a business, and that's been killing me. What's, what's it called? Your Carcosa Tattoos. Carcosa. And as everybody knows, which probably nobody knows, Carcosa is, it, it, it originally derives from a, this poet, Ambrose, I think his name is Ambrose. He was a Civil War guy, and he wrote this uh, fucking wild poem while he was in the civil war called uh, a night in carcosa i think is what it was originally called and it's fucking trippy it's really cool and then a book this guy chambers came out with a book called the king in yellow which i have a original copy of it in my cool little little book thing over there um a king in yellow is basically about a play that takes place in carcosa and everybody who reads it goes crazy and either dies or tries to kill themselves. And that was written in the late 1800s, which is cool. And then you remember season one of True Detective? Hmm. With uh, Matthew McConaughey and True oh. Detective? Uh, did you watch I, that? I, didn't, I did not follow that. But, Holy uh, I know shit, you about. need to watch that fucking show. I know, there's so many shows. No, but this has been out like since 2012 or 2010. or I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But um, they reference Carcosa and The King in Yellow and a bunch of stuff in that show. So it's just a cool... It's a cool hmm. city. It's a fictional city in Ambrose P- Beer- B- Ambrose I- Pierce. Yeah. It's B I E R. It's spelled like Pierce except with a B. Oh, Ambrose Beers. Yep. Beer- Beers. Yep. So the poem's name. awesome that he wrote, though. It's really cool. You should read it sometime. Is the king in yellow real? I love Google. You should follow up with all these <laughs> questions. You know what? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. He's real. You know what? I have a conspiracy for you. And then this thing puts some stuff to rest, okay? Because. You're the guy to ask about this because you did it. Okay. So, so cool. I have a conspiracy I'm going to bring to you. And then I want to hear you educate the fucking dum-dums out there who are like okay. naysayers on it. Okay. Cool. So you, for, before you were mayor, you were the director of Bonita Springs Water Systems, right? Water? I, I'm, I'm currently a director of BSU too. Bonita oh, okay. Springs so you're currently doing it also. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So w- what do you guys do? You take, you take water and you make it clean to drink, right? Yeah, that's the that's the long and the short of it. And we're into sewage too. We're really into sewage now. We so we've got the uh, the like this the circle of life there. We we give everybody the water, or you know, make the water for people. They drink it. It goes down the sink through the toilet. We treat it, and then we send it back to this place where uh, it it turns into decent irrigation water, and people use it for irrigation. So cool. There. Cool. And then that's it goes back into the ground again, and we 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 suck there it back up again. Then we yep. suck it back up. So and we sell it back to you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, here's anyway, anyway. the here's the conspiracy. The government, government puts fluoride and water to control us, right? Oh, that's an old one, man. That's really yeah. old. Yeah. Is that coming but, back again? So it coming. It resurrects I, itself. Every once in a while, you see these things and yeah. they come back around again. And you know, I mean, did you ever get the memo from big government saying, "Hey, you got to put fluoride in there so we can control the people"? I mean, you were literally. Like on top of that food chain at the water board several times, right? Yeah, yeah. We actually don't uh, don't add fluoride to water because we don't have to. Uh, fluoride is a naturally occurring element. So if your water's good, it's got fluoride in it. It's got all kinds of these uh, um, elements in there. Uh, it's not anything that you have to take out, you know, or anything like that, like uh, you know, carcinogens or stuff like that. But uh, fluoride is, you know, and, and every, as everybody knows, that's what the dentist puts on your teeth and is in your toothpaste is fluoride. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it's not a mind control thing or a government thing. But that's old. That that starts, that was kind of the, 
the I remember when uh, when when your grandpa, my dad, uh-huh. when uh, he was helped first developing the water system. That's the first time we heard about that thing. Is this people were coming to see them, telling you know, getting on them about the fluoride in the water, and they were like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And, they, and so they, it, it, it by the way, like, for all the listeners out here, uh, my dad is uh, third generation Freemason, and um, uh, um, what level of Freemason are you? Just so everybody knows that they can't trust you. I'm just a. Uh, uh, I was past master of a lodge, and uh, but I know, I'm just a third degree mason, blue mason. Yeah. That's to, actually my dad was uh, really good about that. My dad was a thirty second degree mason, but that's that's a misnomer. I mean, that's the, when you go through the degrees, uh, other degrees of masonry. It's Scottish Rite masonry, it, and what it is basically, those are all. You can you can become a thirty second degree mason in like two days from being you know third third degree mason. Really? Um, it's just uh, it's just these are morality plays that you participate in and watch, and, it, and it's just supposed to be lessons. So you're not supposed to tell. I had a guy working for me. Conspiracy theory. Was, <laughs> I still got a guy working for me, Scott. And uh, hi, Scott. If you listen to this thing, but anyway, and Scott's Scott's fascinated. And if you don't, by, to hell with you. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Uh, you know, he, uh, he's into, you know, not, I don't think, I won't say that he's into conspiracy theories, but he's fascinated by them. And, uh, and, and so but he started coming into me, telling me stuff about the blue lodge and stuff like this and how Masons do this and that and blah, blah, blah. I go, uh, I are one, you know, one of those, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so I, he was like, Oh, I said, look, I, it's all bullshit. You know, if, if we're, if we're controlling the world, we're doing a really shitty job. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, and you know what? I I know all those guys. Yeah, they're no, not controlling. No, shit. No, those guys, <laughs> those guys, you know, they're not controlling shit. You know, yeah, yeah, they're just regular guys that you know, but you know, they're attracted to the the craft for a particular reason or another. It, but it's a it's a really but it's cool a men's club, right? It's just a you, fucking men's you, club. Well, yeah, and, and but it's like the thing that's just just a real short thing about it is that. Uh, it it separates itself from other fraternities. It's a fraternity, yeah. and it's uh, and it separates itself because it. Um, I think predominantly because there's catechisms that you have to learn. You learn by heart, and they and they're not written down. It's word to mouth, and there's only one giant set of books someplace where every once in a yeah, while. But people, I mean, doesn't people, telephone happen with that? Oh, it, well, yes, it can, and that's why. Uh, and I got to tell you, there's some of these old guys in there that. are Man, they they will just bust you up for the difference between are or is or or they uh-huh. or there or and and they're really critical of that because of that. Mm. Um, and and my big beef, and I lo- I learned I was able to confer all three degrees. I I did all kinds of memory work, and these this isn't just a little bit of stuff. This is like um, having a major part in a movie or something. We're talking yeah. about yeah. you know, and night Line. after night after night. Line. Line. No, there's none of that. <laughs> so, so, but, but it, there's no spooky shit going on there. I can guarantee everybody about that. It's just, uh, and it's beautiful. I mean, it really is. And unfortunately, I stopped going. Well, and because a couple of things, because you know your brethren, your brothers, right? Yeah. They're just human beings after all. And, and that's what I'm saying. What and, what would stop a, a person who is in charge of a uh what do they call it? A an actual location um, lodge. A lodge, right? And who's mm-hmm. in charge of the lodge? Who's the, the master who's like, of the lodge? The master of lodge. What's stopping him from not saying exactly what it should say or maybe adding things to it like a preacher does when he Um Yeah. Look. Well and then part part of the um Part of the obligations that we take, yeah. uh, and there's three obligations that we take, is that you know is not to do that, yeah. um, and you know, and that's where that's where a lot of the conspiracy theories come through is because there there are, in the the obligations are really old, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, we're taught, you know, we're taught uh, that it's you know Solomon King Solomon's Temple that kind of stuff. It's that old. Um, yeah, but you but, know what's crazy about that. Solomon and like I, I'm into collecting books. Not to interrupt you, but just so you know, this is why Sorry. people probably think that I'm into collecting books. And there's um, certain books that are based off of Solomon, King Solomon, the Lesser Keys of Solomon, and yada yada. And it's um, 
it's basically like like uh i guess it stems from like um the book of enoch and shit like that but it's like magic it's 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 dark magic Mm -hmm. um and you know what i mean so i think that's probably why people think that well, and, and what it is, is um, all of us, human beings, one thing that we do uh, just really well is fill in the blanks when there's, there's a void. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you know if, if you look at a, a story and every third word is taken out, taken out real quick, like, you'll, you'll fill it in. It, right or wrong, you're going to fill in the, the spaces. Mm-hmm. And real because fortune. It's a, because it's a secret, <laughs> it's secret, it's a secret society, um, it's only secret society because, you know— I don't know. It, it's it binds us together more. Um, yeah. I think that that's the basic thing of it. There, um, and you know, and no matter how much you tell people, nah, there's nothing there, but it's secret. Oh crap! People are gonna they're gonna make up reasons why it is, and it's just uh, it's just it's just something that that causes you to bind together as a as an organization as a group of men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, and it is the, 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 the teachings and the words I'm telling you, Nick, they are a tribute to humanity, hmm. but I got to tell you something. And I always say this with all due respect to my, my fellow brother Masons, a lot of them fuckers don't pay any attention to the words. They're I'm just sure not, they don't. they're not because they're human, they're human beings. Yeah. And you know what, that the, the, they, they know the words but they don't seem to pay attention to the meaning, which is which is a, a huge disappointment to me. Not that I do much better than other human beings, and you and I talk about it all the time. That this yeah. journey is about improving yourself and uh, and becoming a better human or becoming human. And that's More what human. I thought. I that's what I thought I was getting into. Yeah, and it's not. So well, Spock was the most human. He was most <laughs> human. God, but you gotta put those comments a- in the right places, buddy. So anyway, yeah, that was that was pretty good. But uh, no, we can do, we'll do an episode on uh, Freemasonry and stuff like that. You know, we'll we'll do something about that because I did I was the master at lodge, went through all the degrees and did all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's, yeah, uh, I mean, I I have a friend who's uh, uh, I don't know if this is ironic or not. And if you listen, um, I'm not dissing you, but he has a motorcycle club based off of Freemasonry. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and they're, they're, uh, I think that's called the wid- widow's sons or something like that. I don't know. But, um, yeah, yeah the widow's son. Yeah. That's, I went to high school with him and he's the president of the widow's sons. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's friends on, I'm friends on Facebook with him, but he's a, you know, he's a Freemason and they're all motorcycle dudes that were, that are Freemasons and that's what they do. So, yeah. And, and, and they, they're, there's spinoff clubs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they the league can call them clubs. It's just you know a group of masons that get together for you know masons gather at the lodge for education and that kind of thing like that, and to put on the degrees and to do things and to raise funds. And they have children's hospitals and all yeah. kinds of stuff that they fund. But then outside of the lodge, the your brothers, you get together with them. If you some of them have gun clubs that they get together and go shooting, and they're hunters or they're. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're into, all kinds of stuff, and then, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a, uh, uh, um, there's all kinds of guys that get into this, and they, they, some of them really, really get, really get into various parts of it, and uh, some of the, this one guy would come into our our lodge, and he had a shaved head, and he had Masonic symbols tattooed all over his head, man. Yeah. I mean. I mean, a, a lot. A lot I mean, his whole head was just covered with them, and of course, you know, I don't know. And that they weren't, they weren't anything but uh, symbols associated with Freemasonry. They didn't have any secret uh, meaning, meaning, meaning within the the degrees or anything like that. So he yeah. was allowed to do that. But yeah, he was. People or some people just really get into it. So yeah, I can imagine. So I mean, I. I I think we're the first generation of Nelsons, Neil and I, that didn't do it. But you never really, you weren't like really pushing us to do it either. You're just no. like, eh. You know, this, well, you're you not know. supposed to. You're not supposed to. The the uh, the one. Everybody asks uh, some people. You know, how do you become a Freemason? Mm-hmm. You ask to be one. N- yeah. No one, no one w- will ever come up to you and go, "Yeah, you want to join?" No. Yeah, it doesn't happen like that. It doesn't. No, it's not. It's not supposed to. Yeah. Uh, 
You know, and you know, there's a saying: if you want to be one, ask one. That's way. That's the way it happens. Uh, and that's where the whole thing about being blackballed. You know, you heard that. Uh-uh. You, you've never heard the the when somebody oh, yeah, 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 gets blackballed. blackballed yeah. You know what that means, right? Uh-uh. Well, that's that's. Kind well, of I know what that the expression from. means. Yeah, that's the way. And that means uh, that's how we vote on things. We have this box, mm. uh, and there's white balls and black balls. And so when somebody comes into petitions for the degrees, well, one black ball, one black ball out of how many ever people are in that lodge, all it takes is one, and it's secret. Mm-hmm. It only takes, you know, and when you go up there to vote, you know, you go up there, it's this big deal, and uh, the guy comes around, you go up there to, to cast your ballot, and you, you're, you do it, and no one knows who did what. And, well, uh, shit, is is argumentative as humans are, I can't believe anything would ever get done in that fashion. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah, and and of course, that's, that's the way... Um, like a lot of organizations that prejudiced and other things uh, kind of manifested itself. But, you know, uh, Freemasonry has done, I, w- I think, in the last few years, uh, has, you know, Grand Lodge has, you know, kind of, uh, I was going to say went to war with that, but they, they have done everything they could to give the master of the lodge the ability to, if he thinks that someone demonstrated prejudice through their vote, well, mm-hmm. he can kind of uh, kibosh you know, it. He, he can kibosh it, you know, and, and uh, he can declare it uh, the ballot box clear, which gotcha. means you're you're in. So, so yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a lot to it, man. I got to tell you, and uh, uh, it's a uh, and your grandpa, I think, our uh, our uh, let's see, your grandfather, but not your great grandfather. Great grandfather was Chris, but his brother Pete was a Mason as well. Hmm. So, and I don't know, I don't know further back from that, you know, in Denmark whether they were or not. But I've been into that here lately. Genealogy lot, into the genealogy, putting that story together, and it's, it's a, it's, yeah, I think it's gonna surprise you. I mean, it's it's really coming together really well, and I really, it's gotten me back into writing again. So, well, good. You were uh, doing a lot on the other Ben Nelson. Right. That's what yeah. It was. yeah. 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 I was, I had a, the blog and I had a lot of stories from newspapers and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I really want to, uh, the, the story that I want to put together is going to be, it's going to be kind of nonfiction kind of a, you know, kind of a thing. But I'm first, I'm putting this real simple, uh, linear story together so that for, for everybody, for, you know, for you and, uh, Neil and Megan, and then mm-hmm. even for Robbie and for everybody who's, so that you can kind of see that story. Yeah. You can see the story without trying to look at the graph and connect all the dots. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonder, oh yeah, that's a funny name. No, these these were really <laughs> these were real people who had amazingly. It gives me chill bumps that when you read the stories that and, and this is predominantly from some of some things that my dad put together. Real rough. He, my dad, you know, dad, your grandpa was not a writer. No, but uh, but he really he put the research into it. And these people, uh, uh, Chris Nielsen, your your great great grandfather, and uh, even his father Soren Soren Nielsen, these guys had traits, uh, frailties, uh, habits, skills, talents. Just I mean, you can just point you can point right at them and see yeah. yourself. Oh, really? Uh, it's amazing. It's a it's amazing, and some of it some of it is just about being you know, uh, or in our case, a, a man and a h- human being and stuff like that. But there's no denying you, you can. It's like holding a mirror up every once in a while, especially be, when you see the things that they went through in their life. Uh-huh. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, and maybe I mean, that so, is maybe yeah. that's why for so long you know people always put a lot of you know like. Uh, weight on you know what do they say uh the end of my line you know what i mean because then yeah, they, then yeah. your, your more your mortality has finally approached you and, and that's it is a story? sense yeah. who will tell your story there's a lot there's a lot to be said for that man yeah uh i it, you you can't help i mean i'm not a mystical person yeah i am amazing but i'm not a mystical i'm not you know that I'm pretty. Yeah. Pra- I'm really. I'm painfully pragmatic, man. Uh, but going through this stuff, 
you you can't help but feel that connection and want to know more about that person and what they experienced and uh, and I, I you run across these documents and uh, that you can hear their voice. Yeah, you can. I mean, just because you know there'd be a transcript or something like that, and it's just it's that's just cool. remarkable. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that that's I always I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and it was like. My apprentice here at the shop, you know, we were just shooting the shit and, and talking about that kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, if you think about it, I mean, it's, it's weird because Homo sapien really just kind of came out of nowhere because mm. there was other forms of human, if you want to call them human beings, there was other forms of human beings here before Homo sapien. Yeah. And then we just kind of came out of nowhere and, and from, you know, Africa or whatever. And not only did we kill all the other humans. <laughs> we bred them out or whatever we did. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, we, even as far back as then though, since language has been a thing for homo sapiens, which is, which we, we were the ones that were capable of, of language because the other ones weren't capable of it, you know, at least expressing that verbal language that we do. Yeah. So far as we know. Yeah. As far as we know. Um, mm. it, if, if we were to sit down, even with like, the ancient Greeks or even older than that, we would realize that they're aside from the technology, right? Let's just take technology completely out of it. There is no technology that you can talk about. You'd still have a normal human discussion with that other human being from that long ago. Really, oh yeah. Much hasn't changed about us no, in I the mean, last hundred thousand years, you know, that's really a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, we're I, still I, you know. the same kind of creatures. That's what you know? Carl Sagan used to point out all the time in, in, in all his books there is that, you know, you, you could pop that person into here and after they got over the, the culture shock or whatever. Yeah, they'd be uh, they'd have an iPhone walking around, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were the same person. And, you know, and when you even ancient history, ancient Greece and stuff like that. Uh, the stories they told everything, uh-huh. they had the same frailties, the same. Yeah. I mean, it, Jealousy, hatred, love. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you, you know, stress. Uh, love, love for the uh, intellectual side of things. I mean, uh, trying curiosity. to figure it out. Anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had, uh, and you know, depending on what age you came up in, you had a different explanation for those things. Yeah. Um, and, Except for uh, the philosophers. I mean, the philosophers all kind of sat in the same kind of. You know, that's, I think that's why philosophers really idolize other philosophers, especially back in the day, because the conversations are still, would still be the same. And I think they would be kind of let down that because it'd be like, oh, it's been 60,000 years. What do we know now? And it's like, eh. yeah, <laughs> we know something about waves, airwaves and shit. Um, yeah. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's, Nothing it's a, mystical though. It, yeah. You're right. I mean, it's um, the, the ways of, the ways that I think personally that the ways that we should have uh, progressed, we just haven't, we just haven't changed. You know, like you said, we've, we've, our technologies are amazing. Oh yeah. Especially how have we we become, have we become better at being human? No, no way. Clearly. If anything, we might've gotten worse. Clearly, clearly we're not better people. (laughs) No. I mean, it's pathetic when you think think, about it. I think we had, there's a, I think there's a little bit more sense of idea of moral obligation, but it's, 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 I think it's still controlled by what, not what should I do, but what can I get away with? You know what I mean? I think is the, the moral compass now, you know? Can I get away with this? And some people push that line because I don't think the moral compass is at anywhere near what it should be. As as as, as well, a yeah, and this day and age, us. everything is so clouded with oh, sound like a hippie here consumerism, right? Yeah. How much of this? How much stuff can I get? Yeah. Well, guess uh, two thousand years ago, you know how much stuff you got? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. had you had this one toy made out of wood, right? Or you something. get nothing. Ah, you know, and even <laughs> even the people who were quote rich or whatever, you know, they uh, you know they had you know gold and whatnot and could mm-hmm. buy what they wanted. What were they buying? They were buying whatever people, people and <laughs> making other stat- people and making them slaves making and statues. making them do shit for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was. Uh, Pretty grim. I, I, I all all things being said, well, I would much rather live right now. No. 
Oh, and yeah. We thought yeah. about that too because uh, anytime anybody starts feeling, uh, oh, my, my, this sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want, it you want the can good old days? and would be worse. <laughs> it would be. It could be and would be. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I, I you know, I'm always surprised at, at what we, the fact that we're still, the, that we're still humaning and existing in this day and age and it's dwindling. I can see it dwindling. I was having a depressing conversation and uh, Ronan and I were talking about my nine year old son and I were talking about uh, climate change and uh, Ooh, I was, how did, that, how did that start? Well, cause, cause I, I, I asked him if he understands climate change and, and believes in it and he says, yeah. And uh, I gave him the, uh, the, the spiel about the carbon uh, little science project that you brought up on the last episode here, you know, yeah. which was a great analogy, which I loved. I, it's weird. I don't know where you got that from, but it's anytime I get in an argument about, about climate change now, and I bring up that, that little theory or that not even theory, just a little science it's project. A, it's a fact. Yeah, the little yeah. science project. And I told them that you can see the gears start working in their head. When you tell them that little, just a little thermometer thing. in the glass of oxygen and you shine a light on it and it yeah. stays the same temperature. And if you put CO2 in it and shine a light on it, it the temperature hot. climbs dramatically. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, ta-da. and you know, and, and and even if you, I mean, even if you wanted to say, okay, well, it's just the Earth producing more. You know, there's there's geol, I, I guess geologists. I guess I don't know what they are. I think they're geolog- geologists. Um, they're they're down in Antarctica right now, and it, it, the ice doesn't lie. I mean, the ice is mm-hmm. hundreds and thousands of years old. So it's a and good they record. They dig out these giant cylinders of ice, then they measure the carbon in them. And they can watch it. And they were there. I'm going to pantomime here, but I'm trying to tell the listeners here, you know, like you got a graph and he goes back 200,000 years and, and you can watch the graph just kind of, and it looks like it's climbing a lot and going down. You can see the earth changing, going through all these you know ups and downs. And he's like, you know, this is 200,000 years worth of data. And then you because get into the last hundred and it just very, very slightly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a, like a nice wave, you know, nice a little hammock sneaky, wave. Nice little and then move. you get to, to the last hundred years and it fucking Whoa. goes skyrocket <laughs> off the fucking chart. And yeah. then you, you can just see, you look at the data. It's yeah. You know what it says at the top of the chart, right? You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what? That's said. what I said. That's what I was talking to Ronan, and he's like, he's like, and we're talking. I'm like, yeah. There's people that that don't believe climate change is not only not real, but if it is real, that we're not the reason for it. And he just looked at me, and he's uh, he did the same quote from. <laughs> it is getting pretty hot. <laughs> it is getting pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get a lot hotter, son. It's gonna yeah. get a lot hotter. <laughs> well, yeah, and and I, I, I'm. Well, I I think that probably the the climate change change um, is going to become more apparent before the the actual you know it getting nothing but hotter because you know they'll point to that and there'll be a snowstorm up north or something like look at that where's the cl- where's the climate change well that is part of it yeah is it becomes more dramatic you know the changes become dramatic and there'll be some more violent storms because you know it, the the planets you know kind of fighting you know i mean the, the it, it you know storms will become more common it'll get Earth. colder in some places hotter in others real quick and yeah, yeah. overall the earth's getting hotter yeah it is yeah. Pure i mean and the data's there and you know i i you you i mean you can't i think the people that deny it are scared to understand or accept it or see they just don't care because they know it's not going to directly affect them so what the fuck do i care right and now it's like, become part of the political structure, you know. I mean, unfortunately for all of us, for humanity, I mean, we always, you know, I guess we get always wondered why why have we lived so long as a species? We we uh, we we really haven't lived that long as a species. I mean, when you look at the dinosaurs, particular dinosaurs were around for hundreds of thousands of years, and we, as a species, we probably have been only been here for what. 10,000 years or something. It's shit, they were, they were, I mean, they were millions, right? Millions of years. Oh, they, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I mean, you look at an so, alligator or a shark and you're like, the thing's been here for a while. <laughs> so, yeah, we, they, they were, they had a, it was a, everybody thinks of them, oh, they were just a flash in a pan. Ah, no, they, no. they, they ruled for a long time mm-hmm. uh, until some cosmic event, you know, took them all out. We live in a, a period here where we we're just going to take ourselves out. 
which is pathetic. It's you so know, that, that it's the so intelligent, the quote intelligent species that that you know when when let's say that we are the only intelligent intelligent quote let's say, well, I won't say intelligent uh, conscious it, it that, that the universe became conscious in us. Yeah. Oh my God, what an honor! That what a not a, even an opportunity. It's like we should be like you know be really put back on our heels by that and really think, okay, it was, we have an obligation now as the conscious part of the universe is to, to do what we can to, to stay around so we can tell the story, right? Cause no one else is going to tell the story. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're fucking up. I mean, we just are, I mean, I don't care who you are. It, you we're fucking up. It should, it should be taught. I mean, right now it should be just like mandated. No, no, this, you know, treat each other, good you know, treat each other most excellent right and you know th- there's none of this shit there's um, war and all that crap yeah. anything that's counter to the species existence wow it's gotta go man sorry yeah but it's until i i think that it just it it's like um you know, it, it's like, it's, I mean, maybe it has to be like that because if it wasn't and, and, and we still lived yeah. in that proverbial garden of Eden where everything is just perfect, you know, and we're perfect, there's no conflict. Right. And what do you compare it to? You know, so maybe it has to have, maybe it's like the matrix when he's talking about, well, you guys couldn't live in that harmony. Oh, yeah. You needed this conflict, you know, like remember he says that in the matrix, you know, he's like saying how, how we yeah, created yeah. an imperfect world because you guys can't exist outside of an imperfect world. You have to, you need conflict in you your need fucking challenges, lives. Challenges, challenges. Yeah. Or you yeah. guys just fucking fall apart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that is true. Yeah. But I kind of hope that kind of in a Star Trekian kind of way that we would go find those challenges, you know, we yeah. would go elsewhere. And, that would uh, be the responsible thing to do. And that's why I yeah. love Star Trek is, is, I don't know. It makes me feel, but even in Star Trek, there was a period of, of, you know, their, their so-called world war three in the nineties that happened on the show. That's where Khan came from, you know, and it was really bad. Things had to get really terrible for humans, for them to finally go, Oh shit, Mm. we can, we can do better than this. And we, we should, we're capable of doing better than this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's uh it's uh, pretty sad, but well, anyway, you, you know what I've but realized. There is hope. There is. There are little islands. Well, you know what's of cool is what I've so. realized is is as much as I hate people, and I really do sometimes. <laughs> I can't fucking stand people. Uh, Individually, people can be pretty cool, even if their views are fucked up and they get around a lot of other ignorant people. Individually, humans, for the most part, can be pretty empathetic and pretty cool. Well, yeah, we are capable yeah. of of greatness and of compassion. And remember those things that used to mean something? Compassion and uh, a gentle nature and giving of yourself and stuff like that. Uh, those are the things that, above all things, should count. You know, but uh, we, live, we live in an era where people, era, uh, Era. where people, where people, it's just me, 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 you know, kind of thing. Yeah. What, so, what, what am I going to get out of this? Yeah. You know, so, what is this going to um, do for me? Yeah. It's so, I, I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little sad. And, and everybody, talk, everybody talks, a lot of people talk about freedom. I don't know, man. I don't think, I don't think what they're talking about is really freedom though. Freedom, they, uh, to, freedom to harm other people. I, no. People, I was listening. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know where it came from. You know, like I scroll through these reels on Facebook and Instagram, and there was this one where Ben Shapiro, Ben Ben douchebag, uh, Ben Shapiro, whatever the fuck his name is, Shapiro, 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 whatever the fuck, it, the little weaselly motherfucker. He was actually talking to, um, you know, super intelligent Neil deGrasse Tyson in an interview, and they were talking to each other. I don't know why Neil was wasting his time talking to that weasel, but. Um, they were talking about transgenderism and, and how, and, and Ben was saying that, 
you know, transgenders, it's a social construct and blah, blah. And it's not factual science. Cause if you dig up skeletons, they're going to be like, that's by the, and, and Neil deGrasse is like, so what? <laughs> like that, that's well, everything. That everything we do is, is a part of our social society and how we interact with each other is all social. Like, we don't, yeah. you know, and, and so who cares? What is, why does it, why is it? And he's like, well, cause of sports. And so Neil's like, oh yeah. Okay. Well sports. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't have the answer for that. He's like, you know, maybe someday we'll be competing based on how much, you know, you can only compete with somebody who has the same amount of, you know, you know, the same numbers of hormones as you do. You know, I don't know. I don't have the answer for you for that. Competition's always been a struggle. That's why we took steroids out of competing or at least tried to, you know, he's like, I don't have the answer for that. He's like, but as far as like, you know, anything else is concerned, why do you, why do you care? Why do yeah. you care? What, you what care? is the, what is your problem with it? You know, yeah. right. You're afraid somebody's going to get rights that you, you don't have or or somebody's going to get rights that they don't deserve. I think or, that's what the, I, mean, I think you, fuck, what, what you think they don't deserve. Yeah. What What do you who cares? Yeah. What yeah, is have, what is I the agree. real problem here with you? What are you having a yeah. problem with? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, look at that, that, uh, that, that, uh, that person was a he now he's a she and, and they're, they're, they're swimming as a as a woman instead of a man or what I, I kind of go like. But you know, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a competitive female swimmer, so I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't really I don't really know why aren't we competing as people? And Lori, my wife, brings this up all the time. She is against there being uh, women's sports uh, teams and male sports teams. It ought to be one sports team, uh, and that's it. She gets yeah. mad. She gets mad when she sees uh, what is that show? Uh, uh, the ninja, ninja American Warriors, ninja, American oh, yeah, ninja yeah, yeah. warrior. Yeah, right. She gets mad when the, she says what they they always have to allow. Uh, two women are allowed to come onto the team. She goes, no, nah, it shouldn't be like that because there are a couple of women on there who can straight up get there themselves. Yeah, yeah. No, they can. There are. Um, I I get chill bumps when I see. Um, I think about some uh, when I we watch that show and oh my god, they're they're. Ch- Way more fit than anybody there. I mean, just a really, really, and so I think it kind of deludes what they're doing when you you kind of do that. I guess, but I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I, I feel the same way. I also feel that 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 men and and women biologically have specific. Uh, if as a whole, if you're gonna kind of like put things in little categories, this binary categories that we're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel that that there are certain strengths men and women have that men and women don't have that or don't share with each other, you know. And I think, I think that's that is kind of looking at it as a whole, you know what I mean. And maybe that's my old, you know, uh, brain thinking about that and not thinking with a change in times. But I I do feel like there are certain strengths, and there are certain things that men do enjoy more than women as a whole. But I think. As far as competing, you know, uh, especially in sports, I think, I think we're starting to get to a point where, you know, um, cause I mean, I, I don't know, I don't watch, I don't watch competitive sports. So it's hard for me to, to get, to understand why anybody fucking cares Yeah, why who's better at something than the other person. I don't really understand the idea of it. I'm, I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. You can lift more weight than me. Great. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, for, even as a man, you, right? I'm in a gym. I'm not like, oh, that guy. I got to. I got to lift harder, so I can lift as much as that guy. And it's like, no. I mean, ultimately, I'm working out for my my health. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a competitive sports guy, so I don't fucking get it. I don't understand this weird little fucking my team, your team, men's, women's. Like, I don't fucking. I'm the best at this. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, you know, and when you look at, uh, you take it back like we were, we did our our journey back into the days of the gladiator and stuff. Well, back then it was, you know, when when they stopped having wars and they they, they couldn't entertain the the people by you know, oh, we're the greatest because look, we went over there and yeah, took I get all it. their shit, you know. Yeah. Well, then they they had the gladiator thing, and then it was it became a contest of who was the greatest, you know. And then it was like with that came fame and fortune and. So I think that I think that we come about it pretty easily, the competitive thing. But I think was so far as the the because of the the male female thing and people being mad about 
uh, men being mad about the, that kind of stuff. I and think women. that I think if it it's if if everybody was allowed to do to pretty much express themselves the way they wanted to express themselves without harming anybody else, right? Right, doing harm to anybody else, uh, and just to be able to you know compete at what they want to compete at, uh, have the have the taste that they want to in movies, and if if you know that they can the little girls weren't used to be made you're going to play with dolls and you're going to do yeah. this and that they were i mean they just were well and i mean boys, I, boys we were still, the same way boys were yeah, made but they were made and, and they i were have little rated. kids i have a little boy neil has a little girl he prefers to play with specific things and she prefers to play with specific things so we're yeah. not making them play with anything i mean it's just what their preference is yeah now, if Vernon was wanting to buy little dolls and stuff i would i would ask him why first you know and then if it was like you know, if if if, if, if it was something was genuinely inappropriate for him to be playing with, I'd be like, I hey, don't want to play with that. You know what I well, mean? But, well, back in the day, I mean, like I'm saying, this is where it came from. Is back in the day, you know, you you told your dad that you know, oh, I I don't really want to play with those. I want to, I I want you know, and he's seen you in there playing with a couple of Barbies or something. That the old man would beat your ass. Yeah. Not my dad. My dad was never like that. But no, I remember. I remember being a little kid and y- your brother. Uh, giving Neil and I a really hard time because we were like, what, five? And we wanted Cabbage Patch Kids. And and he was like giving us a really hard time. Of what, yep. you want the baby dolls? You want fucking baby dolls? Yeah. And I was Tim, like, I still Tim's, want one. Tim's pretty Neanderthal. He really is. <laughs> yeah, he really he really is. He would admit that. He would be. He would wear yeah. that as a badge of honor, of course. Uh, I don't know. Um, but, but, that's, but that's where this came from. And so... So it makes it. It seems natural that now, if the if the pendulum swings back the other way, that it's it's got to knock some people down on the way, right? I mean, yeah, uh, you know that it, the whole equality thing gets kind of confused. And a friend of ours was uh, was over, and they were, uh, or friends of ours were over, and they were talking about a friend of theirs who was, uh, uh, she she was into she she was kept. Uh, well, in other words, if you open a door for her, she'd be like, I, I don't need a door open for me. But yeah. their complaint, you know, she was like, she was just really overcorrected, right? You know, I, I open doors for people, straight, total strangers, men, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. At a store, if I walk up there, I'm like, hey, here you go. I, that's it. I'm just trying to be courteous. <laughs> yeah, but if somebody did that to well, me, we're just trying to be somebody's courteous. like, I don't need the door open for I'm me. I just shut it, it in their face. <laughs> I can open the door myself. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah, calm down. Come yeah. down, you know, but, but then, then again, she, they, he, he was saying that this person, she overcorrects going the other way then. And then if you don't do something, then, then you're like, then she's like, well, just you asshole. You, it's like, you can't, what? It's, look, <laughs> yeah, we, we have the choice as like, we were talking about social creatures. We're, we're creatures who coexist socially in societies and we have choices to choose and dictate what our social norms are going to be, right? There's no, there's no, this is the way it has to be, or the society doesn't work if it's not this way. Now, there are some things like, you know, we can't just have fucking pure chaos. We have to have some sort of law and order for us to coexist with each other as creatures. Uh, unless that's the social construct that you choose, which is, which I guess, is the yeah. whole point, I think. Yeah, yeah you're right. So we're, yeah. we're dictating what we want our social norms to be. So if, if, if this new group of generation of people are coming through and they're like, Hey, this is what we want our social norms to be. Who the fuck are we? Like, like, I mean, as long as it's like you said, as long as it's not changing things socially for the worse and for, as long as it's not hurting us. Right. As right. Right. And I guess that is that, that that's really the question too. And I guess that would be the argument from the other side of of this uh, discussion would be, um, you know, we were saying it. We were saying that it's destructive to to berate people and do this and that. Well, they're well. Yeah. That's destructive to have people acting like they're women when they're men. You know, that's destructive to our society. And, and so, I I think that's where the, you know, that's their that's their generalization. That's their rationale for it. Mm-hmm. It always has been. You know, that homosexuality and everything. You know, or, or uh, interbreeding of the races. Sodom and, and Gomorrah is going to happen yeah, all oh, over yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, but I, I, I just think that if we all default towards, like I said, allowing people to express themselves as individuals, 
Well, that's when he, actually doing physical harm. Or that's when Neil deGrasse Titan, Tyson was saying, he's like, we, as far as I remember, we live in a free country. And in a free country, you should be able to express yourself how you want to. And as yeah. long as it's not having a negative effect on, on yeah. like an actual, you know. Yeah. I ran across this video of this person. Um, and I don't know how this connects here. Uh, and I'm going to get her name wrong. Um, it was a lady. Um, and, I, and I tried to share it on Facebook. And I'm not sure that I did. Uh, what was her name? It was a, uh, she's an older lady now and she, she's a, a champion for, um, uh, for protecting, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, people of colors rights and stuff like that, like that. And, uh, she was just amazing. She was just amazing. And she's been, she does this, uh, if I could Google it, I would, but I, was she like, uh, somebody prominent in like the seventies and eighties? Yes. I know here she got the short hair and she's like a teacher and she talks really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, you're talking about. she's yep. she's a beast too. She yeah, really. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, about. really. I don't remember her name either, but I know who you're talking about. But she does this thing, this uh, blue blue eyes, brown eyes. God damn it! I should. I was supposed to be uh, more uh, prepared than this. God damn it, Dad! Why aren't you? I know what the fuck. What the hell? <laughs> you're fired. But anyway, but she did this <laughs> test, the blue eyes, brown eyes test, and it's just amazing. Uh, yeah, it, it's just it's oversimplified. You know, when you try to talk about it, but it's just it, the complexity of it and what it, the way it makes people feel. And what it did really is she, she just says this group of people, it can be a school class, a class of children, can be grown, grown adults in a room. And she'll be like, okay, everybody with brown eyes, right? Go over there. Yeah. Everybody with blue eyes, go over there. And uh, everybody else. Everybody know, with green eyes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you are the intolerables. You are the intolerables already. <laughs> and so, and so, anyway, so, and so, what she would do, uh, all of a sudden, the blue eyed people were the the in society, and she she defined them. She just went ahead and defined them. Okay, here's who these people are. They they have nothing. They are they're less intelligent. They're this. They're that. They're just genetically inferior. They have a recessive gene, and that's why their eyes are blue. And da, da, da. she rationalized it. Yeah. She rationalized it quite as well. You guys with the brown eyes, blah blah blah. You have the you have the money, you have the power, and for good reason because this and that. And so then the interactions, all interactions were based on this, and it was just devastating. It's just devastating yeah. to the to both both of the people after they spend a whole day like that. They they at the end of the day, she goes, okay, reverted back, you know, and it takes a while, but then she's like, how did that make you feel to both sides? They both were horrified yeah. about the things that they would say, about the way they acted. Uh, very confident people with blue eyes or whatever like that would become very meek and timid. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it's just, uh, and that's, that's in, in minutes, hours. <laughs> yeah. What does generations of that do yeah. to a group of people? And she never uses the word race of people because she's, there is one race. Yeah. There's one race, the human race. Yeah. And she says, all of the, all, everybody on this planet is my brothers and sisters. He says, and the only thing that I will not tolerate is intolerance. Yeah. Intolerant people. I am not required. I am required not to tolerate intolerant people. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought she was just friggin' awesome. Yeah. And she's... I'm going to make you insert her name into this thing when we're, uh, <laughs> Press when you're insert name. She, I was so, I'm one of those. I was so impressed. I can't remember her name. Um, <laughs> no, I'm. I did. I don't remember. People shit are ever. screaming at me. I can hear it now. So yeah. No, I yeah. I do that with actors all the time. No, but um, you know that's that's definitely. You mentioned Carl Sagan earlier. Um, he's the one. That, now he did the the Dragons of Eden, right? Yes. What is that book about? Uh, he did. Is it um, as cool sounding as as it as cool as it sounds or? Now, it, that one, more or less, as I recall, it's been a while since I, I read that. He did Bracca's Brain, Dragons of Eden, and, uh, 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 of course, Cosmos. And Are those like more, that. like, philosophical kind of books? No, or? no. Uh, they, well, he always kind of skirted that line in between the two. He always connect, put connectivity in between there. He would probably be uh, rankled by the term philosopher you know because yeah, yeah, he, yeah he didn't seem to be a very keen on the philosophy the ancient philosophers he was just uh pretty keen on the ancient scientists of the time uh, but but what the the dragons of eden was about um superstition and mm -hmm. that you know it's kind of like all of them were connected Bracca's brain uh candle in the the night um uh, and and that one all had to do with 
you know, uh, why, why human beings are the way they are and why we think the way they are. And, uh, it was, it's really, they're really interesting studies. Um, and I need to read that one again too. Now, so. Joseph Campbell, he did something similar to that too. Like what a, a book that was similar yeah, to that. Didn't he? Yeah. J- Joseph Campbell was about, uh, mythology and, and stuff like that. And about, um, uh, you know, the, the mythological kind of standpoints of, of being a human being and how these these certain things that we do are are part of the 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 myth of yeah of a myth humanity of this, yeah. and kind of like the 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 myth of the uh, oh you know when it jeez uh, I've just it's funny you say that I was just at it uh, your grandma and grandpa's house and been cleaning that stuff out you know your our, my dad's passed away and as you know and uh, and uh, grandma's in in memory care so we were trying to get all the books together out there. And I ran across this book that I had given to dad, which was Joseph Campbell's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, cause I, you know, he was kind of into that stuff, but, uh, but yeah, it's about, you know, about the hero, the, the journey of the hero and, um, yeah. that kind of thing. Where uh, George Lucas pulls a lot from that, you know, with yeah, the star Wars yeah. epics and everything. Yeah. yeah. And these things are, these, um, uh, myths are, 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 are deeply ingrained into into the the nature of the human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think that almost I think that kind of argument is that it's almost in our genetic material that this that these things travel in there. You know, for yeah, sure, for pretty, sure, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, well, he he's a, he's a, a one of the human beings. Those are two human beings you mentioned there that are sorely missed here on the planet right now. It would be nice. And I know that Neil deGrasse Tyson's trying to fail the, that role, but I mean, I love the guy, but he just doesn't have the, um, the, I don't know how to phrase it. He just, he's lacking a specific. There's too much geek in him. I think, I think that's what it, I don't, I'm not sure you're right. Though. Yeah. Right? He's, he's missing something that those, that those power people had. I mean, I, I never saw, um, now, as far as Isaac Asimov goes, I've never seen, seen any interviews with him or anything like that, but he had a huge voice too when it came to writing too, as far as like, like, uh, I don't know, just, just his voice was, it seemed more powerful than... Yeah, but he didn't have the personality. I mean, I think it takes a a huge personality uh, too. Yeah. Um, I think that that's why, God bless Carl Sagan, I mean, I wish he would have stuck around for... Yeah, it would have been cool. Twenty years or so, we we could use him. But he saw this coming. That's what that. Uh, of course, he did. Yeah, candle in the dark is about. Yeah, he saw it coming. Yeah, uh, that 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 and, and, and that it's cyclic. That every once in a while we go through a dark age when people stop believing in science and start believing in uh, superstition. Um, yeah, we've we talked about this on our show. I mean, we we yeah, yeah. where where people think that opinion holds as much weight as is fact. You know. Yeah. yeah well, that's just it, my opinion. Well, your opinion's fucking wrong. I mean, yeah. the, the idea of, of humaning is, and especially in, in the science community, is taking theory and opinion and proving it wrong yourself, right? Because that's the only way you know whether or not something is beyond theory and becoming fact is when you can't prove it wrong anymore. You know what I mean? You know what's I, bad for you is too much TV. Watching, watching, watching. Uh, let's see. Um, I had to write it down because what's I, been I was like, what's been I, been I, watching? Been so, but, well, let's see. On Netflix, uh, th- th- we watched this uh, murder. If you heard of Murderville, I don't know if you've been watching this. It's a. Uh, it's actually Will Arnett, and he does. Yeah. It's actually. He took a stab at it. It's not really good. But what it was is he kind of sets up. <laughs> I saw the show, a, yeah. Yeah, he comically sets it up and everything like that. But he puts the thing together where there's been a murder, and he uh-huh. has a he has a guest. Uh, uh, guest, uh, I'll say host or guest person come in and they don't have a script. They don't have anything. They just kind of, kind of free ball it there and, and, uh, go through the whole drama, you know, and they have to act a certain way. Some of them handle it better than some of them do. Yeah. But we, we watched that one. I'm done with Cobra Kai, dude. I'm done. I can't watch it. Why? It's just too fucking goofy. <laughs> no, no, I'm tired. I'm tired of the, oh, he's going to become a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. Oh, they're going to get, no, they're not going to help each other. Oh, fuck it. I, I've had it. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm just like done with it. It's like one of those uh, uh, sitcoms where the guy and the girl, they're just, oh, they're all, they're so in love, but they never can really. They never get together. They yeah. never get together. Rachel and Ross. Uh, I just, 
after about, I'm like, okay, I'm done with that. You get, get a fish or cut bait, man. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I watched a little bit of Space Force with Steve Carell. I, I saw the first season. I saw the first yeah, season. Yeah, the second season's out. Uh, John Malkovich is that he's the star of that, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Ozark. Did you watch Ozark? I did. Holy I did. shit. Now they, and they got they have one more show of Ozark to kind of wrap this up. I mean, I, I've been watching uh, stuff. Got me watching Arrested Development, so I'm 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 on the Ooh, roll. Right we're watching now, that so. now too. Yeah, big fan, big fan. Yeah, of uh, you know, of course, our, our man there, uh, Bateman. Yeah, yeah, Jason Bateman. Uh, we and speaking of that, we we uh, we started watching this thing called Inventing Anna, which has uh, yeah, Anna, I saw that. It's got Anna the girl Klumsky. from Ozark. Is that yeah. the girl from there? And yeah. I did not like that. No, no, not so I much. Don't know. No, didn't care for it. Yeah. I could tell yeah. I wasn't going to like it when I saw the little preview clip thing for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sat through it, but I was like, hmm. No, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but then, uh, but then we have been started watching this one called severance and it is, the, it is a really cool, it's one of the most inventive science fiction ideas I've heard in a long time. It's on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. What it's about, Nick is, is about, uh, and you find this out the roundabout way, but, People uh, go to work that are working at this big place where there's, you know, kind of secret stuff going on or something like that. They choose to work there and they choose in order to work there. They have this implant and what it does, it separates their work self from their uh, what they call their Audi, their inner any from their Audi. Mm. And what it is, is it, it's electronic. And when you go up in the elevator, it switches. And what it is, you just you don't know anything. You're the same person. Two different Same personalities, person, though. But you have no remembering of what you do on the outside, whether you're married, what your hobbies are. It's weird. You have no idea. So you don't talk about at work. When you're at work, you're talking about work. You yeah. have work life. You're a work person. And then when you go down the elevator, it's off. And you're like, you don't, you don't, you are free from work. You don't think about work. You don't think about anything. You're Guys like worried. us couldn't do that. Guys like us couldn't. No, do that. no. It's it's <laughs> such an interesting idea, and yeah. uh, I gotta tell you, it's it's uh, it's really freaky. It's really freaky because it's once the people are uh, once the people are like that, they start to re- their office self is like, what the fuck is going on? You they know? start resenting uh, their yeah, fucking they start personal feeling self. Like, what the yeah. fuck is you doing? Oh, and it's it's just brutal. Anyway, uh, in like Total Recall we watching, when he's talking to himself and he's like, it, no, I am Quaid. You're you're yeah. the other guy. Yeah, yeah I want yeah, my yeah. body back. <laughs> I want my body back. Yeah, yeah. I put you there. Um, then there, there was a thing called Wolf Like Me. I thought it was going to be goofy as shit, but it's actually really good. It's got that uh, that little heavy set guy, Josh Gad. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 It it's really it's really good. I think it's really well acted. So I was I like that. There's only like three or four episodes or something like that. Yeah. Uh, did you see the HBO Plus movie Nightmare Alley? I did not. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking uh, was about or Peter Toro? was Peter was talking about it today. Yeah, he said that one wasn't good. He said Antlers was pretty pretty horrific, but yeah, Antlers. It whatever. I mean, uh, this Nightmare Alley. It's not nightmarish at all. Yeah, it's really more of a kind of a, a dra- um, drama about you know humanity and stuff like that. There's nothing yeah. really horrific about it. Uh, but anyway, it's got a lot of stars in it. It's got you know whatever Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett, whatever. Uh, what my for my favorite right now though is Resident Alien. I love that movie, man. Sci-fi movie, and uh, he's the guy that plays that thing. He's the guy who plays. Uh, oh, he plays the pirate in Dodgeball. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Uh, yeah, I, like I think him. his name is. Uh, and he's in Serenity too. Alan Pir- Tucker or something. Pirate like Steve. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's really. I tell. I'm telling you, it's really good. He's just so good at that part. Yeah, so. he's brilliant. He was also in uh, uh, Death at a Funeral, the original uh, British one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he oh. plays the guy on acid. <laughs> oh, no kidding. All right, so that's what Ben's, Ben's been watching. All yeah. right. Yeah, well, we're, you? you got I any favors? You're not at the moment. I haven't. I've been working. You've been busy, buddy. Yeah, been busy. I've been working. Uh, look at the, I've never had bags. Look at my bags. No, I've Bag. been um, working... Six days a week because I until I hire more uh, artists here, um, I have to. So I have to work more now. Which as long as the work's there, I don't really mind. But when the work starts thinning out, it's going to get a little scary. <laughs> so I got to hire some more artists. But um, yep, everybody but, thinks self-employed means less work. Nope. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm literally working Tuesday through Sunday right now, and I'm taking Mondays off just to have a day off. 
Um, but yeah. I, also, I don't know. We, we, I may start working seven days a week. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And then, um, so you know, any of any of your artists when your artists starting? Well, Neil started, and I don't have any other artists as of yet. Okay, it's just you and you and him. Yeah. Um. So I did have somebody I was going to hire, and then you know she bailed. So I gotta I gotta put an ad out or something, or just start spreading the word. You know, I'm I'm training two people. I'm training Steph and Frankie. So, uh, you know, hopefully Steph will be tattooing by the end of summer and then Frankie by the end of the year, hopefully will be tattooing. So, you know, hopefully we can get a full crew and before then, but, um, you know, just, uh, one of the obstacles you were talking about. Obstacles. Yeah. Obstacles. It's all about but, um, obstacle, man. the, the place come together. Great. I love the place. The pl- it's, it's, it's a place I like coming to work and it's a really big deal for me because yeah. I, I really wanted to, Steph and I wanted to build a place that we wanted to be at, you know, we don't like leaving here. We like being here now, you know? Yeah. And that the, the, the artists will come, man, because uh, you've built a place that's, um, that they're going to feel comfortable at. Yeah. That's what they need. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and if you can give them a little structure too. Yeah. Um, you, you and, uh, you know, Neil, you, you know what the artists need. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we have varying uh, varying opinions on it, but for the most part, we understand it, you know. And and so it's gonna be good. Um, you know, they got the studio here. I mean, once I get some more time, I'm gonna start building this thing out too. It'd be cool, you know. And it's just a, it's a great place. It's just gonna be building. You know, the 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 work is there. We just gotta we gotta get some more artists in here, you know. And uh, I gotta start working on developing. you know, that kind of thing with people again. Uh, I, I spent, you know, the better part of the last, you know, s- 10 years or so, you know, distancing myself from other artists and people as much as I could. And now it's kind oh, of yeah. biting me in yeah. the ass now. So I got to kind of like step back from that and reestablish some relationships again and stuff. So, yeah, well, you know, hindsight, yeah. right? But, yep. That's all right, man. Just, uh, you got to get the, you got to get the, uh, the news out there to the yeah, community yeah. that, that you're looking for talent and that you will, uh, you'll treat them right. And you're going to give them some independence or whatever they're looking for. Yeah. Well, the, the, this week I'm, I'm tying up the loose ends as far as, you know, uh, paperwork and stuff is concerned. So after this week, I'll be able to do that. So. Cool. Cool. Well, let me know how I can help. Right. Yeah, man. Well, uh, well, good. It's good to have this back on. This is always something I needed. You know, I need, I, I love the show. I, it, it's a chance for me to just like, Blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the conversations good. are always good. I've got some really good, I'm hoping, uh contacts that I've kind of built up and developed and may even be bringing in somebody for us that will do that for us who is in radio already. So, you know, there there are gonna be some big changes for Never Go Full Nelson this year, I think. I, I think we're gonna we got some good ideas for for yep. some guests and uh you know, I may even reach out to some really, really big people. I don't know. I don't want to say who. I'll tell you who afterwards. But okay, okay. Uh, I don't want to say who, who yet on air. But it could be like fucking is huge. It, is it Jason Bateman? No, no, I wish it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, not that big. No, he pretty close. Pretty close. I would be good. I wouldn't be able. To, I'd be like what? What? <laughs> I said right? the so, corner. The, I said who? the hell with you. I said the hell with you. Shut up! I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I don't even like his commercial because I'm kind of like, huh? I would. There's it? no way that Zeus. I would not. He's Zeus, right? I don't know. <laughs> there's no way that I would not be able to talk like him the whole time when we were interviewing him. I, <laughs> I, know. I would end up talking like Arnold the whole time, and then I would answer him as Arnold. I'd be like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Get out." No. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Well, good deal. Our bad imitation is over. All right. Well, um, All right, good show, man. Well, yeah, man. Great. Great. Good start. Good kickoff. And uh, to all our friends out there, thanks for uh, for tuning in to us. And uh, we're, we're going to have a, a really good year. Here. We're going to have some good, uh, Definitely. good people. Right. Definitely going to be a good year for Never Go Full Nelson. So. All right. All right but uh, I'm going to stop here.
pimp. Whew. You trimming your eyebrows yet? You're manscaping, right? Oh, yeah. And I, I uh, <clears throat> stabbing you in the eye. Hey. <laughs> oh, that was red. Where it comes out. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, my elbow. <clears throat> stabbing you in the eye. Fuck. I cramp. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, what's, uh, what's new in the funny, funny world? 